Hello everyone, welcome to Lifestyle with Anikian. Thank you for clicking the link. Thank you for pressing the play button. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's good to be here. It's another Friday. Thank God it's Friday. And today we're going to be talking about starting anyhow. Like the title, just do it. Like starting anyhow. Like you know, you need to start something before you can actually get to where you want to get to. Um, it's not until you have all the things needed it's not until you have everything sorted out or everything planned out you can just start something and you know fly and fly and fly until you get results that's what we'll basically be talking and of course it won't be just me i have a guest in the house and let's dive into it see you at the end yeah Thank you for honoring our. <laughs> right, so just a brief Okay, um, my name is Adi. I am the student ambassador for the International Investors Sports Federation uh, in Nigeria. Um, I'm the president of NAFISD. In the last chapter, NAFISD means National Association of Physical and Health Education, Recreation, Sports, and Dance. Yeah. Um, I'm also the co-founder of Blitzsports, which is um, an African investor sport platform where we report all African investor sport activity from North, Northern Africa to Southern Africa to Western Africa to Eastern Africa. So um, that is what I do. Nice to be here once again. Yeah. Thank you so much. Wow. Okay, so Fiso, Fiso, mm. I think that's like a huge thing for you. Can you give us like a backstory or something about what you think the people listening should know about? Okay. Um, so Fiso is the International Versus Sport Federation. They are the body that... Um, regulates also help in the organization of world university tournaments like the World University Games, the um, Summer Universiad or the Winter Universiad, quite a number of events. But FISO also has educational programs like the FISO Voluntary Leaders Academy, which I was a part of, and the FISO Young Reporters Program, which is for um, sport journalists or people that are sport journalists. So I was part of the Fist Supernatural Academy. Like, so how I got nominated for the position was for, for various reasons. So the first reason was because Unilag is the host of Nuga Games. Um, that is the current Nuga game about to be played in March. So um, Nuga felt it was necessary or ideal for the ambassador, student ambassador for FISU to come from the host university, which is Unilag. So... When the Nuga when the Nuga secretary for Unilag um, got aware of it, he decided to like find students from Unilag that would be the first student ambassador for Nigeria. So, uh, Nuga secretary is um, is from the Department of Human Kinds, which I'm also a part of. So, they looked around and they picked me. So one of the requirements was that the person that was to be picked or selected should be um, in the third year so that because the ambassador program is a two-year tenure. But you first of all be given um, the first year. If you do well, you'll be reappointed. 
So that was how I was appointed because I was in my third year and I had an interview with the new general secretary, Mr. Orozile, and I passed it. And then from there I had an interview with FISU because I wanted to confirm if I could if I was proficient in English. So after the interview and a couple of questions about my volunteer background, because you have to be a volunteer for you to be part of that academy. So if you don't have any background in volunteering, you will not be selected. So I had quite a number of backgrounds. I, I helped in the organization of LDU in 2018. I helped in the organization of HOD um, Games, of um, Games Cup also in 2018 and 2019. And um, there was a sexual um, symposium um, sometime in 2019 also that was a part of. So I had quite a number of volunteer experience and those were some of the reasons why I was selected. So due to my experience in international events and my volunteer experience, um, the department um, felt it best that I was the one to represent Unilag, first of all. Then Nuga felt it best that I represent the country at the international stage. So that was how I became the student ambassador for Nigeria. Oh, wow. Okay, before we delve into this I just want to let you know, okay, I want to ask a question. Why do you think that youths of now, like our generation youths, because you are a you're youth, so you should be able to understand these things. Why do you think that people don't? Because obviously we know that there are ideas. Youths have ideas, right? They have ideas that they want to execute, but they feel like they cannot execute them. Run back from doing this thing, from starting this thing. It is a very brilliant idea, but them executing it is a problem. Do you think it is fear or just because it Yes, I, I do think it's fair. I think um, the world we live in now is a bit more um, exposed, like for lack of a better word. Now, what I mean by exposed is this. Like in the past, you could start something and a lot of people don't know about it and you could decide you want to end it anytime you want. But in today's world, when you start something, it's all over social media because you need social media to give you visibility. So for instance a podcast like this you you definitely put it on your whatsapp status it's perhaps on your instagram or your facebook so whenever you stop it a lot of people will know that you so people are afraid of having to start something giving it a lot of publicity and all of a sudden you are stopping it and you know you don't want to be want to own up to the fact that okay something didn't work out as planned so a lot of people are afraid of starting and failing and a lot of people feel that um, they are not good enough or they are not intelligent enough or they're not skilled enough to even begin something so that fear that i am not um good enough to be able to start this is also one of the factors why a lot of people don't go ahead to do what they want to do but the problem with such thinking is how do you then tell when you are um, ready to um, embark on this particular thing? How do you tell? Because you see a lot of people never doing anything simply because they cannot tell that, oh, they are ready yet. So the, the best advice for such people is to just start, just do it. Like Nike will say, just do it. So if you start and feel, at least you can tell that, okay, these are the reasons why you feel and you can, you know, whether um, continue later on or do something else, all right? Because failure has a lot of lessons. It either tells you to not embark on this kind of project anymore, or it tells you a different um, 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 way 
or um yeah, a different way of doing it next time. So yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So he said something about he said something about um failure. I don't think I just want to know. Let's share something with us. Like, how do you? Or have you ever failed before? And how did you actually move from it? How did you pick up? From it? Yeah, um, I think I've had a couple of failures. Uh, I think uh, um, I've, I've dealt with quite a number of failures in my life. So one of the most memorable ones for me will be trying to enter into school. Okay, so I graduated in 2013 from secondary school, and I did not gain admission till 2018. I was in 2018. That was that's like five years stretch where I was not in the university. So I remember my first jump, I was in SS3 then, I didn't get up to 200. So that was understandable because I wasn't even um, done with secondary school yet. So I took my second jump, I passed, but I didn't pass my post jump. I took my third jump, I passed, I passed post jump, but I did not gain admission. So um, that particular year was a very depressing year for me because I literally did everything. I was, um, I passed both exams. I had um, an uncle that was a staff in the school I was trying to um, get into, which was the Obafemi Awolo University in Lefe. Like everything seemed to have been in place for me to gain that admission, but I didn't gain it. And I did not take jump the next day because I thought I was going to get that admission. So it was pretty tough for me. So I, I had three years already wasted or three attempts already wasted. And attempts because I felt the third attempt was enough to get me admission. So I remember then I was a bit, um, I was depressed. I was very depressed. I wasn't interested in school anymore. In fact, I, my plan was not even right. I mean, maybe just find something else to do with my life, you understand? Because I wasn't that I wasn't intelligent. So I didn't even know what the problem was. I just think that I was not getting what I wanted. And then I remember um, around that period, I think it was 2016, um, I had this, um, person that was mentoring them on my streets. And it was like, um, bio, when opportunity comes, you should be ready, that you should always be prepared, that if I should look at this and not get prepared, then I would lose out on other things that may come in future. So I started to give it a try again. So I, I remember then I used to work in the tutorials. I was a tutor, I was um, taking kids that were trying to gain admission. People were writing jam, people writing post jam, people writing YA, people writing GC. I was sitting there and they were passing. And they were even getting admission. And the tutor wasn't getting admission. So I, so I felt like, okay, perhaps I was exaggerating my intelligence and I decided you know, attend a tutorial for my um, fifth jam, or rather my fourth jam. And to tutorial, I noticed that I became a tutor there. I passed, I had the highest score in that tutorial, like overall score. So, and I gained admission. So what was that, it's like failure gives you a lot of excuses. Failure makes you feel that you shouldn't attempt anymore. It makes you feel like, okay, oh, have something is not cut out for you. But sometimes failure can be providence. Failure can be God saying, um, hold on, don't, don't um, I don't want you to be here now, or this is not where I want you to be. And in the later on, you'll get what you're looking for. Later on, I got to lag, and it felt like I see um, God actually wanted me to be here. 
because everything everything that's happened to me in lag seems like as if in lag was waiting for me to get there because all of the opportunities all of the achievements all of the wins like wouldn't have happened if i was somewhere else i wouldn't have happened got an admission into a buffalo world university so I, 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 like in retrospect, I feel grateful to God that I didn't get OAU, right? Because if I got OAU, I won't be the student ambassador now. I probably won't be studying human kinetics right now. I'll probably be studying something in the biological sciences or even the medical sciences. So, yeah, now, that's, that's, named by <laughs> so I, it's, 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 it's really I think um, a moment for me, like. That failure really shaped a lot of things for me. So that is my most memorable failure and just um, one I learned from. Thank you for sharing. Um, I'm also aware that you have an interest in debate. Oh, no, you are a debater, right? And yes, I'm yes. aware that anyone said um, something. Tell us about that. When did oh, you I actually have an interest in debate, first of all. Okay, all right. Um, debate is actually a funny story because I wasn't interested in debate when I gained admission because I remember my year one first semester, the only thing I was interested in is trying to find a place to sleep because I remember I was still coming from home all the way mm-hmm. from the to school every day and sometimes I won't come to school because you know stress and all. So um, there was um, the faculty was trying to recruit debaters for the faculty debate tournament, and my friend DG, DG was uh, really involved. Even my other friend Grace, Grace Jungle was also involved. And they said, "Let me buy you. Come and do this. Come and do this thing." And I wasn't interested, and uh, I don't want to do this. So I, I think it was a week to the tournament. I decided to join the training because I was a tra- so I joined the training, and the first day there was, because it was a different kind of debate. It wasn't what I was used to. I was used to her papa, the good minister, chairman, authority, and keeper, and the like. But this was a different kind of British parliamentary debate. So I, when I when I got there and I noticed the difference, I was intrigued by you know this new format. I debated that day, and I won, and it felt good to win. And I was like, okay, this, this seems nice. And I started going, I started going, and I kept winning. So I was intoxicated by the wins. I was like, okay, this, is not, this, this looks like something I can do. And then I, you know, participated in the tournament, and I came first from the first round to the final. Like, there was, I think, five rounds of prelim. There was a quarter, there was a semifinal, and then the final. I came first all through. And, you know, it's, it made me feel really good about myself. But aside that, it really built me. It built my um, speaking ability. It built my critical thinking. So that was, that was how I was able to get into debating. And since then, I've attended tournaments, external tournaments, internal tournaments, um, became best speaker in my faculty, became fourth best in the school. So all of those um, were really, really um, beautiful moments for me. Just started it, even if you didn't have interest in it initially, but you just started it. Zero. Zero interest. Now let's go back to Fisu. So okay. how was your how was your emotion? Let's talk about the emotional aspect and the mental aspect of Fisu. Joining Fisu, did you ever feel like you were not ready? Or did you ever feel like you were not qualified for this yet? Or were there times where you felt like all oh, these things they were just too much for you to handle and maybe you should just step back and just 
waiting next year or something. Tell us about yeah. Um, for Fisu, I never felt I wasn't ready or anything like that because I've been looking for opportunities. Like I, I spent a lot of time daily trying to search for opportunities online, try to attend seminars where I'm regarding what I'm studying, trying to find even professional courses. So I didn't feel like sometimes I wasn't ready for. So when it came, I was like, yes, I can do this. Let's do this. So but when I eventually got the role, it came with a lot of responsibilities and, you know, trying to manage schooling with being a um, student ambassador for a country was, was actually a lot. So I remember um, one of my, uh, okay, rather, when I, when I was trying to organize the International um, Day of Investor Sport for the first time in Nigeria in 2020, in September 2020, I plan I was supposed to use the um, sports center flag for the events. But there was an internal crisis then, and then you also had corona. So because of corona, we couldn't use the... But also there was an... I also couldn't get the place. So I remember all that I planned for, that I've been planning for weeks, but counted two days to the event. That was pretty tough because, you know, it's difficult organizing scale so quickly. So I remember a friend of mine posted, um, he posted an event he was organizing for his friend. Like, you know, after exam, let's just, just have fun, let's play football. So that was what he, he planned. And then when I said, I was like, you know what? I can actually make this, um, this celebration that was already organized. So I told him, I said, okay, since the guys are coming and university students, why don't we kind of like make this the celebration of the national address sport? So we'll get um, cameras or we'll invite TV stations. You guys will play. Um, they've already paid for the, for the place already. So there's no need to start looking for money to pay for um, the, the um, location. So all of that was there. So all I just had to do was to like get people, get cameras, get someone to record, you know, um, and quite a number of other stuff that I needed so that the event could be a success. And that was, I was able to, you know, first international event sports in two days. So that was how it happened. So, but before then, it was, oh, I just got awarded and the first event I'm supposed to organize, I couldn't organize it. But thanks to God, I was able to improve. So when I felt like I didn't get as when I, um, I wasn't given enough platform. But most times, as a result of Corona, because I remember I should have traveled, but Corona kept on stopping quite a number of things. So yeah, those were some of the moments when I felt pretty down. But there wasn't a time when I felt I couldn't do it or I felt it was too much for me. Okay, great. Well, let's now go back to Glitz Sport because you said that you have a Instagram handle, Glitz Sport, something. And you said it quiet. You said something about it. Um, I believe that this was an idea you and your co-founders had and decided to bring it out. What was the, was there any challenge or how did you guys pull it off? Because I mean, you have to start thinking of content to post and you have to start thinking of how to get people to page, how to get um, um, exposure. How did you pull it Yeah, uh, these posts uh, was something that my co-founder has been noticing for a while. She's always had this dream to you know, like reports university news. So investor sports news rather. Um, you know, when you look out there, you can easily find um, news about the premiership um, or major sport league. 
But what you don't find is a lot of information about grassroots sport. And one of the major grassroots sports in Africa is university sports. So um, it, was, it was something that she had not for a while. But then when I came into the picture, uh, because she, she is an alumni of um, the class program. All right. So she, she, when she, after getting all of that, she, she, she had that idea to like start that um, um, platform, which is Lisco, but she didn't have the human resources for it. You know, when you have a vision or when you have a dream, you have to find other people that share in that vision so that you can have something going. So I was the first um, Nigerian to be in the Fiso Volunteers Academy. She was the first Nigerian, first and only Nigerian to be in the Fiso Young Reporters Program. So when I met her, when I became an ambassador, I, I reached out to her because I felt she could give me enough advice or she could pull me through about working with Fiso. So from our interactions, I noticed that, okay, uh, we have the same idea. We want to improve the visibility of not just Nigerian university sport, but Africa's university sport. And then we started. So the first thing we needed to do is to like, you know, talk about it, talk about what we wanted to do. And then the next step was building you know, our website or building um, and where people will find that content. So um, luckily for me, I was able to find a lot of people, people that also brought into that vision. So I invited on my friend, also my classmate, Yayu. Yayu is, um, is a programmer. I was the one that helped us design that website. And I, from Yayo, um, Yayo also became a co-founder. Then from Yayo, we, got, we brought in another friend of mine, um, Esther, Esther Jai, also, also known as Barry. She, she is great at, um, um, like, in, like, so she, she's the one in charge of our Insta lives. Then I brought in Timelaine. Timelaine is great with um, video editing. So I was the one in charge of social media, like, setting up content and writing up articles. So we brought in a lot of people that I felt shared in that vision, all right? We, we funded, every, everything we've done so far has been self-funded, majorly by my co-founder, all right? So we got our website running, everything, if you, if you check our social media, if you check our website, all of that was done by university and the only person that's not a university student there is a co-founder, actually, Bereziani. So. Um, we the, the plan is to involve as many university students as possible to help in the, um, building that particular platform. So that was how we started. All right, that was how we got everything running. We discussed with people, find out people that were interested, and so far so good. We've been doing well. That's that's really nice. Basically, being dedicated, being serious, and being my. Um, Goal oriented. This is very, very nice. So, do you have anything like probably something that you just want to say to somebody out there that has something that will, he or she wants to start and is afraid of starting just for my people to? Okay. Just, um, I, um, I had recently, it was a statement made by Bruce Lee. He said, uh, Be formless, be shapeless like water. It was like, you know form of its container. So personally, I wasn't someone in like from the start. People meet me and they tell me, oh, bio, um, why are you not studying law? Why are you not studying philosophy? Why are you not? The people feel like, oh, I'm not cut out for human kinetics. And I, to, I, to, I remember I told them that when I got admitted to the I said, 
to myself and to my friends, then that I'm going to make the most out of it. That I don't, I'm not writing any, I'm not writing any more jam, but this human kinetics, I'm going to make the most out of it. And so far, so good, I've been making the most out of it. So the truth is, it's important as an individual to be able to adapt. It is important to be able to for stuff that you have to do even when you think you're not ready because it's in the process of starting that you actually get prepared. So I remember um, one of my friends, um, DG, is a brilliant CV writer. When he started reading up on stuff about CV, and you know, it wasn't all that great in the beginning, but he needed that start to be able to you know, propel what is more because usually you need to be able to like see what is there for you to even be motivated to do more. So like you need to first of all open the door, like look through that door, see the world of possibilities that's out there because it's that world of, of, of possibilities that gives you that drive to want to push or to, for, for you to like continue. So but when you don't open that door, it's just going to be an embargo. It's just going to be a reason for you not to proceed or for you not to start whatever you want to start. For me, that's always been be ready, be ready to adapt. Like I found myself in a sport department when I was pursuing a physiotherapy degree. And in the sport department, I've become one of the most important in the country. Like all of a sudden in the space of three years, you know, helping in the organization of events, in volunteering, in debating, and all sorts. Like, all of these were not things that I had planned. I didn't know that I was going to have any of these opportunities that I did. So it is important to everyone listening right now that sometimes just start to do it. Just open that door, right? In fact, when you open that door and you see the challenges, most times those challenges are not enough for you to close the door back. Most times those challenges are, are, are enough for you to, you know, motivate yourself to want to, like, surmount them. Sure to be formless, to be shapeless, so you can adapt, you can, you know, form the container that you are in, right? So this, this is just my um, my advice to you, all right? Sorry I sound like a motivational speaker. Oh, my God. Like, really, really amazing, amazing. So, but, um, so you're a Christian, right? Yes, I am. Okay, so do you have, like, anchor verse or events that like, keeps you going in all of this thing like maybe when you feel like when you feel yeah. you just feel like you need to just remind yourself of this thing any uncle yes, like yes. there's, there's a scripture um it's um first corinthians one verse five if i remember correctly um it says you are i think enriched in every way in all your speaking and in all your knowledge so I remember when I started debating and I would get nervous and I would be like, I just say to myself, um, you are enriched every way, you know, you're speaking in all your knowledge. So like, you know, when you think that you're not good enough or when you don't know enough or you don't have enough, like when you just, when I just say to myself that I'm enriched already, like God, God has me, God has blessed my speaking, God has blessed my knowledge, it just keeps me going. So that, that's one of my anchor verses, by the way, it's not the only one. Amazing, amazing. So we are enriched in everything. Amazing. Thank you so much. I think this should be all for this episode. I mean, I've learned a lot. And I hope you guys listening. I hope you've learned a lot from the us now. Like you can hear everything. So I mean, if you have something that you need to start doing, I think you should really start. Um, you can connect with Adibayo on Instagram at 
at the bio last week. Yeah. Or you can follow my on also follow my sports uh, media uh, page on Instagram, Glitz Sports. Thank you very much. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I remain your favorite and pretty host, Agiki and Anita. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for staying to the end. Bye.